It's been a while. What's going on, Chris? So much to talk about. So very much so. God damn. How you been, bro? I'm blessed. I'm trying to be. Seeing you out here doing your thing. Yeah, that don't matter though. It's too much to talk about. Oh man. Mm-hmm. We back with it. And very much so. Yeah, man. Uh, in the span of the last, you know. Uh, a few weeks since we've podcasted, it, it feels like the whole entire world is like you know shifted. Like, it, I don't know. It feels like a, a year's time in June. It flew by really quickly. Yeah, June was a terrible month, man. There was a lot going on musically. It was at its peak, but then we lost people. We lost XXX. You know, I briefly spoke on that with um Sasha. I didn't get to speak about it with you, but that was terrible. And my theory was correct about Floridians not know, you know, because I think people felt like because it was like a um, a rapper that was a conspiracy, like a Tupac Biggie thing, like it was deeper than what we knew about. When really it was just Fl- Floridians just being thirsty to make any money possible by any means. And they picked a rapper because he literally is a rapper and he does have money. And we forget these things, you know. As much as these mumble rappers look bummy and all that, these dudes do got money, you know. This is true. And X had money. And they went for the money. They didn't go for the, uh, you know. They didn't go for the. Um, well, he don't. He don't do jewelry anyway. But they didn't go for stuff like that. They they seen him getting money. They say, and then this happens, and then not to just make a hard right and then you get the kid junior in in the bronx he gets killed off mistaken identity and then you got jimmy wapo he got killed yeah it's sad Mm -hmm. it's it's really sad man um and you know i guess we might as well just talk about it now like the whole ex situation dude fuck like it's been so trash for like you know like i'm not gonna say it's trash that's very selfish but it's been very frustrating seeing um, the reactions and people justifying his death and people happy that he died and got killed in cold blood simply because of things that he did, you know, and I guess in the past. And the thing that makes me the, the, the angriest is that so many people just don't understand. Like, I understand that, you know, like he did some heinous things. Like, those are, un, un like, deniable. Nobody's trying to justify his actions at all. The nigga did some bad shit, bro. We all know this. But what we also have to understand is you guys love to talk about social, I mean, uh, about uh, mental health. And everybody wants to be an advocate for mental health. But we don't want to be advocates for mental health for people that have already suffered from it and have done bad things because they didn't have the tools or the people around them that you we're blessed to have, you know, for them to not do these things. I myself, as a black man who understands and has acknowledged in his life that he was privileged, you know, I am a, I was a privileged child growing up. I got my father and my mother in my life. They were able to give me all the tools and basically set me up, you know, for me to be a, a, a good dude. You know, a guy like X didn't have all of that. And for somebody to be tweeting from their humble abode in California where everything is happy and and, and people have never seen, you know, anything in their lives, for them to sit there and justify a man's death and have never, ever stepped 
a day in his shoes, you know, could have never lived in Broward County. Don't don't know what's going on there. They don't even know that that shit's real, you know. It's really sad. And, you know, I, I understand the white people are going to do this, but the black people are who really are getting this. Y'all niggas are privileged. There's so many black people on Twitter and in like, you know, in social media and just in real life that have never experienced racism until they got on the Internet because they were rich. Like, bro, these are these new founded black people, you know, and it, it, it's like it's really crazy how you can sit here and justify one of your fellow brothers death simply because you don't have the knowledge or the understanding to put yourself in you know his situation you don't understand what your people are going through these niggas have ptsd from living you know it's really bad people love to talk about this mental health shit but we gotta really get to the root of it yeah x beat up his girlfriend or whatever supposedly what let's go deeper why does he have so much rage against women why is this nigga like such a, a, a angry child that has you know so much like you know uh, fire in him why is this is it because of these communities that these kids are growing up in oh no let's just ignore that you know you sound like me when i was defending bari because you speak in the truth of what people don't want to talk about which is the systemic situation that we are put in to begin with to even make people this way i think people forget that yeah and people want to believe that america we're all equal and and we're able to um mm-hmm. We're able to just be able to. What's the word I want to use? It's like desensitize. Everybody it's like, doesn't have the yeah, same chance but. to be great. You know, everybody doesn't have that. And when a person like X or a person like Kodak comes out of that environment, you you just gotta understand what they went through, bro. It, it, I know it's hard to you know. I, I I guess like people that have been through abuse, um. You know, people that have, you know, uh, uh, have dealt with the things that X may have been, uh, uh, you know, I guess in control of will feel a certain way. But I I think that we have to look at this at a deeper aspect. I don't think that we can sit here and just, you know, sweep this under the rug. Like, I don't know, as a black person of privilege, I think it's doing a disservice to my people that I don't acknowledge this, put a light on it and try to change the situation because in my opinion if you're a privileged black black person and you know that you have a platform in which you can speak about these things and you're not doing it you're worse than white people because mm. at the end of the day if you don't care about your own people how the fuck are you going to advance <laughs> like this this little twitter hashtag mm. activism y'all grouping yourselves in these groups where the ideals are ran by white people and you got to understand, bro, all this shit <coughs> y'all agree with and stuff because y'all share one thing. Bro, these people don't live like you. They don't. They, they don't understand that this shit is all individual, bro. And a guy like X, he had a bad, he had a pretty rough life, bro. He had a pretty rough life and he did some bad shit. But at the end of the day, that nigga was definitely 100% trying to change his life. He acknowledged all those things. And I don't think at the age of 20 years old, after being through after living through all that he lived through he shouldn't get another chance i just don't simp i simply don't believe that you're 20 no you're absolutely right chris but i think one thing just one more thing i want to say for all the people that were retweeting x's tweets from when he was like 15 edgy shit that he was saying when he was 15 and saying oh yeah this guy deserved to die 
that's fucking crazy. That's a Black Mirror episode itself. But, but keep going. Uh, I didn't start, but I'll say this. They feel a little, they feel like they got a little ammo because, you know, um, it's just those type of situations. Uh, uh, people were waiting to, you know, to have people jump on board and, 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 and get someone who's finally, you know, I really think not in a bad way, but he was the first person out of like the whole Me Too movement and abusive people in recent time who people could put attach their anger to. So I think some people attached their anger to him and felt like, man, like this guy was a horrible person and he deserved to be gone. Because some people don't really have no gray area for people who touch women. They feel like there's no there's no reason to ever hit a woman ever. And, and this is how they feel. I'm not Bill Burr, so I'm not going to challenge that. I don't know if you ever seen that skit with Bill Burr. He was like, of course there's fucking reasons to hit a woman. But, um... There's some people feel like there's no reason ever, and they just feel like what the fuck, and people should just perish, if possible, for hitting hitting a woman. No one's look, you know, like no one identifies with who the woman is. You know what I mean? Like they don't know if the woman even hit the man, did anything. I'm not defending X. I'm not crucifying him neither. I'm just speaking on the facts. But it seems like in 2018, you can't really speak on facts. You just have to just. Let situations run its course. Yeah, they, like like we said, you said like there, you know, there isn't a gray area, and with with abusers, and obviously there's certain abusers that just you know deserve it. Like <laughs> we all know this, but I I just don't re- I don't think that I I think that the with the progression of the whole cancel culture and the way that people basically sit on social media as judge and jury. You know, just to, to to see if you know, like, oh, if I feel this way or this way about something, it eliminates the gray area. When you go on Instagram and you vote, is there there's just yes and no, you know? And that's how these people think you can only be a hundred percent about something. You can't. There can't be any voice of reason. There can't be any gray area. There's there's none of that anymore, and it's truly scary. Like I, after going through, you know, just like all of these days of you know the the. The, you know basically i saw the whole entire thing unravel on social media we saw the first tweet of him getting shot we saw the tweets of people saying he's okay we saw the p- tweets of people you know like uh like zach fox he quoted the shit and was like happy pride day mm-hmm. i mean happy pride but day. it like, also shit like is that, that it's like that um what do i want to call it it's also like that um it's like a checkpoint for karma. Okay, you want to see if you're getting karma or not. So it's like, or, or you want to see how your karma is going to handle tough, or like who are you in tough situations. So like, it might be someone else's karma for them being so rude about it, you know? That's for, like, that's up for them to uh, to deal with. It ain't really up for, you know, it ain't really up to us. Yeah. Um, I mean, white people gonna be white people about this shit and i understand but i just hope that after listening to this a black person that may feel indifferent or may feel you know uh a, a against him can understand that like bro this is a, a, a an issue that we must tackle we can't ignore this like it just cannot happen you know we really need to acknowledge the mental health issues going on in our inner city communities due to the living conditions 
it's just like this shit like bro like i, I don't know man I, I haven't seen both sides of it so it's easy for me but when you have somebody that's been in a gated community all their life and they've been around rich black kids all their life and then what the first time they're really seeing white people is in their university like, bro, you know when I be talking about them Nova kids all the time. Like, and shout out to one of my niggas from Nova. He just, uh, he hit me up uh, on Instagram. He was trying to buy one of my Supreme hoodies. And uh, he said, I know you hate Nova niggas when he sent me his address. But yeah, shout out to him. Um, but yeah, like those kids, bro, a lot of those kids, that their, their view on the world isn't, it isn't accurate. It's, it's crazy. And I'm not going to say my view on the world is accurate. Obviously not. But... I've been pretty well traversed. I've been to a lot of places. I've talked to a lot of people. I have a lot of different friends from different tax brackets. And I can see how other people's lives are affected by the circumstances that they're dealt mm-hmm. with. You know? And it's this is real. <laughs> it's real. Like, <laughs> And people don't like to acknowledge that. They think that, oh, these people are just supposed to... Like, not every... And one thing... um. I think another thing with the ex situation was the whole thing where he beat up the uh, the, the homosexual man when he was in jail. And um, when he was talking about it in an interview, you know, he was like, oh, I have nothing against, you know, da da da, you know, the whole shebang. But then he referred to him as the F word. And a lot of people were just going crazy about this. And I was like, yo, like, y'all grew up knowing that that's not something that you're supposed to say. You know, like, that's not like it's extremely disrespectful they don't know the they they know the the history behind it you know they know why they shouldn't be able to say it but y'all have to understand there's no pc culture in broward like i'm not saying there's no pc culture in broward county but where x is from people aren't thinking the way that you are and you have to realize this shit you have to put things in context and I'm not justifying him saying that. It's wrong. He shouldn't have said it. But you got to realize that these niggas really don't know no better. And we must do the education. We must teach these people. We must be very accepting and patient. Like we've always been in the hip-hop community until it's become the biggest thing on earth and everybody else has an eye on it. We have to be accepting and patient with these people because they just didn't have what we had. And that's all I want to Music you, across, you know, you, like, I mean, whatever. Well, you could talk about what we really here for. We here to talk about Fashion Week. So tell me about everything. You, you why are you acting like you empty, bro? I heard a lot of people just showed. No, I'm not. I'm not acting like I'm. I'm not empty. I'm just trying to get through it all. There's it's a so lot of it. Shit. It's like. You open a folder with a bunch of files. You gotta. You no, gotta not really. We, we didn't get to talk you know? about Virgil and Kanye West crying together. So, talk about that. And we can talk about that. Um, Louis Vuitton. Yeah, you sound yeah. empty, bro. I you mean, sound like you don't got no words, bro. You so no, worked no, no, up no, no, about no, your no. Twitter. No, Let me no, tell y'all, bro. Chris be caring about his no, Twitter not, not, no, no, and, no, 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 and then how he no, want to no, uh, no, fight no, no, the... No, he trying no, to fight I, the fight through his little I'm Twitter sorry. and talk to people who he seen on his Twitter no, that just not. idiots. Because no, no, at the end of the day, I'm going to tell the truth. Motherfuckers just be saying stuff because Twitter gives you a platform to say it. But at the end of the day, it's cool. We're closing the book on it. Now, Virgil, he premiered. Yo... This was the biggest. This was the biggest thing, man. This was the. This was the changing so? of the guard. <laughs> you think so? Yes, it was the changing of the guard. This is the most impactful moment 
in recent fashion history. People can say whatever they want about the collection. People can say whatever they want, but at the end of the day, Virgil Abloh premiered a whole entire menswear line, had Blondie McCoy, Lucien Clark, Dev Hines, Playboy Cardi, ASAP Nass, all these people, all these people walking in Louis Vuitton. This nigga had ceramic jewelry, see-through monogram bags. I mean, I was pretty satisfied with the with the collection. For Virgil's first time at Louis Vuitton, I think that he did very well. I'm glad it wasn't very logo heavy. I'm glad that he really I don't know, like somebody made a tweet and it, they made a good point. They were like, you know, Virgil finessed his way in the Nike <coughs> and made shoes that he would have basically wanted to make at Off-White. And now he just got into Louis Vuitton and is making Off-White with Louis Vuitton materials. And that's what I kind of felt like this was. It was more of like a a repressed, um, I guess more sophisticated, less streetwear-esque, but still inspired by it. I don't know. It just looked like some real grown shit. It didn't look like anything that like I didn't see any pieces that were just like, ah, oh, this this is fucking, this is retarded. You know, this is whack. But I was very happy. I liked the silhouettes. The pants were great. I love how you know the big swishy pants. Pants are amazing. Um, I liked those harnesses that he had. Those harnesses were really cool to me. Um, and the accessories were just ten out of ten. So I don't know. I think Virgil's about to redo. Like, bro, niggas are about to be wearing, like, these Louis Vuitton Virgil belts. I'm ready for it. I'm, I'm so ready. Like, I want to see the Atlanta fashion scene in a year. Just how this shit is about to change because of Virgil Abloh. So, it's lit, man. I mean, I'm not going to purchase anything from it because I don't have funds. But Virgil wants to gift us some shit. Well, by all means. But uh, I was very satisfied with the show. And uh, it was very emotional. You know, he, he was crying with Kanye. That's going to be, like, a iconic picture forever. Uh, it was lit. And Don C had two different shoes on. <laughs> How how'd you feel about the collection? Um, I feel great about it. I feel great. I feel like... I feel like, man, like... It's safe, but it's also understanding that he's developing a language at Louis Vuitton. And he's also wanting to do things that he knew that was important to the brand. What's important to the brand has never been clothes. It's always been accessories and leather goods. So the fact that he's able to create bags and accessories that are approved of the company and approved by the people who want to buy it is a is amazing, you know? So that's perfect. Yeah, that's and, a, perfect. and a guy like Virgil, man, he's a magnet of hate, you know? Um I see a lot of whack ass niggas always talking about, oh, he's so he's an average designer. He's an average designer. If he's an average designer, do his job better than him. You know, like I, I don't like when I, I really don't like when niggas just like sit here and when I say niggas, I mean black people. I don't like when black people talk shit about Virgil. Like he's doing this for us. Like he's opening. Yeah, but I, I told you why though, bro. A lot of like, people like don't the, be as accomplished as they want to be and they feel like people like Virgil are in their way. When when in reality no one, it don't like you can't say someone was in your way if it ain't your time yet. Two, if you're gonna sit around and think that you're gonna get in off all that aggression, you're not. You have to be strategic with how you do it. In order for Virgil to prosper, Kanye had to be Kanye. Also, I have this pretty gnarly theory that I believe that um, 
what what Kanye is to Jay Z is what Virgil is to Kanye in fashion. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Definitely. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, like he he's the big bro, you know, like he 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 sacrificed, Kanye sacrificed, basically, like you know, he he was the one that like, how should I put this? I don't know. Like I think Kanye got the structure, and Virgil was like, okay, I see how mm. this is supposed to happen. So let me mm. let me you know. He basically saw where where Kanye messed up, and I think that you know, like uh, Kanye gave him his test and was like, "Here, bro, here are the ones I fucked up on. Here are the answers. Go in there and ace the test." And Virgil has been acing the test for the last six years, you know. And people get really angry, like it was only six years of him doing clothes, you know. And people just don't like that. There's there are white people in Germany right now in fashion school writing extremely long posts, angry as fuck right now, because they went through four years, or they're in their four years right now, and within those four years, Virgil was able to go from printing on rugby polos from the polo store to making original designs at Louis Vuitton, and he did it in such an unorthodox way, and he's black. Like, a lot of people will not want to say it, but I know those Jacobian, those Jacobian hearts right now are hurting because he did everything the way that they were told not to do it. He did it his way. And, I mean, I, I just want to say, you know, congratulations, Virgil. Um, it was very inspirational to all of us, and we're very happy to see this. I mean, seeing mm. is believing. Talk about it. Know? And I was just I was just happy to see yeah. it felt like the end of a fucking TV series, like a series finale. And the music was was so yeah, good. I mean, it really it, nigga had, <gasps> nigga had bad, They was the day bag and Biggie B was doing it. I'm just really happy. Like, dude, we and and, and I like how you said it's a TV show, because we've been watching this TV show for the last ten years, you know? Ten plus years. We've been watching this show. We've been watching it since Kanye West was in the polo store, you know, doing all that shit. Since Kanye West was the Louis Vuitton Don, you know, we saw it all unravel. And it's just insane for this to happen within like, you know, 10 years. When Kanye started working with Virgil in 2009, it's fucking crazy. It hasn't even been nine years. I mean, it hasn't, yeah, it has been nine years. It hasn't been 10 years. It's just like, that's beautiful. And for it to happen, in a, like, I don't know. I'm just, I, I got to see this all unravel. You know, as a young person. I have a theory. Old, I think they were, I think they were the, crying, not because of any other reason other than the fact that they remember those Fendi days of being an intern there and how just people just, just doubted them and they had a goal. And their goal was to infiltrate the place where people didn't want them to be accepted. And they jumped in that motherfucker and never looked back. And I think that's beautiful. I think it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I bet Kanye seeing Virgil walk up there. I know he absolutely tears, tears. It's just like it's just holy crap. Like, I think it would be one of those situations when you're there and you're just like, "Fuck, this is happening." Like, this is really happening. So what? Right now. So, so moving you know, forward, how you feel about how you feel about um, good old how you feel about Dior? Dior was lit. Dior was very lit. Uh, Kim Jones 
Shout out my nigga Ken Jones one time. I think that he did really cool. He brought back the old monogram. Um, you know, shout out to Yoon. Uh, she she did pretty good on like uh, the accessories also. Um, everybody has one of those, you know, choker chains now I've seen. But I guess that's a trend this season. Um, really cool though. I, I, I really like the, the collection. It was chill. The blazer, the one with the with the little harness on on it, that that was fucking crazy. Or the those clear converse. Shh, don't tell nobody. Yeah, those clear those clear converse. Look at us talking about fashion like we can afford any of this shit. Our poor asses. Hey, it's all right though because we can <coughs> go back to these podcasts, you know, eventually and be like, "Well, damn, seeing is believing. We manifest real shit." You know, so, you 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 absolutely right. You absolutely right. And 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 that's another thing I like about the Virgil thing. I got to see it happen. All it it, it six years. I saw it all unravel all before my eyes, and it just makes me understand that like, yo, if you don't got it today, there's always tomorrow, and if you don't got it tomorrow, there's always the day after that. And it's like there's sacrifices that you're gonna have to take and make in your life to get where you want to go, and anything that people tell you is unobtainable or out of reach. They just don't know where the ladder is, you know? And it's like, I'm really just happy that we got to see it, bro. I'm happy to be alive in 2018 where all of this is so accessible. I'm happy to, you know, just be able to to get this knowledge, man. It, it's fucking wild, dude. Like, shout out to Virgil, bro. Goddamn. Shout out to Streetwear, too, bro. And shout out to Kim Jones for... Because Kim Jones low-key, bro, with that Louis Vuitton collab with Supreme, that kind of, like, that was the, that was the, the that kind of ignited this whole, like, you know, revision to, to you know, fashion right now. Every, like, come on, bro, when mm. that shit got talk, shown Talk on, about it. Bro, about niggas it. was like, bro, what the fuck? This is happening? So shout out Kim Jones one time. Um... He, he really did good, and I'm happy that he's at Dior. He's bringing, um, you know, he got those fucking, uh, he got those elixed, uh, those yeah, elixed I, I would have wished they were smaller, but um, I don't, I think that would take, like, to the, for them to manufacture it. I don't think it's that deep for them. Yeah, but, uh, really nice collection. Really nice collection. This looks like all some stuff that also got to help Matthew Williams' resume. He got to say he, he helped design a Dior collection. Now, let's move to Elix Studios. He's doing men's now, and you know Matthew Williams. You, you know, you got to meet him in L.A., and you got to see where his mind's at. And yeah, um, dope collection. Like, bro, I, I haven't really seen. I think the only thing I was kind of let down by was like Rick Owens. But at the end of the day, like, I don't know. Like Rick Owens' runways, like most of the time, they don't really hit with me. I had to see the pieces. Like, I know I sound like a pleb or some shit like that, but I mean, like, you know how Rick presents shit. That nigga had backpacks of people. So I think that as a show and like an art piece, Rick was really dope. But I don't know. I, I was pretty disappointed by that one clothing wise. But how do you feel about the Elix name? What's the name now? It's 1017 <laughs> Elix. Nine oh, SM. man. That that's powerful. Shout out to my nigga Gucci. He should be getting an Elix uh, bundle soon. He has mm. to. But yeah, I mean, bro, everybody. This was just a really crazy fashion week, bro. Like this nigga Matthew Williams dead ass showed some shit off. Like 
he really had like a a runaway show. You know, it's just like the it, I'm telling you, man, this is the season finale. This is the season finale, bro. Like, I don't know, man. It, everything that these niggas have been working on, you know, like all of this pushing the culture forward, mm-hmm. you know, for so long to finally reap the benefits of your, uh, you know, of everything that you've been doing. It's just beautiful to see. And it just really, you know, motivates us. Um, nah, Lix was crazy, though. That little nigga John Ross watching that shit. Um, Yikes. Yeah. Get Sachi in that 2018. But, um, yeah, so, I don't know. I think the Nike collab is fucking crazy, though. The Nike collab is insane to me. Like, I, I like what he's doing with that. Um, obviously, you know, he got them chest rigs and shit like that. But I like what he does with the buckles and shit like that. Uh, he has that, that rock climbing harness. That shit looks insane. Um, I don't know. He, he he did pretty good for his first for his first shit. He he did very well. I'm just waiting for the return of V Lone. Um, <laughs> for real, for real, because uh, that was powerful last year. If that would have happened this year, that that would have been weird, like crazy. But um, nah, that was dope. I think one of my favorite shows though, uh, definitely definitely was Sakai. Sakai was crazy. That looked so dope to me. Like, everything just looked so dope. Uh, they did a lot of tribal prints. Um, not tribal prints. Uh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Native American prints. And mm-hmm. they went crazy. Like, it looks good. It's all done by, like, Pendleton. You know, like, all that shit is Pendleton. Um, that was really, really dope. And, I mean, the best... Everybody knows. Oh, no, 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 Woody. Wait. Okay, so are those shoes only in women's sizes, and the men that are on the runway are just I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Yeah, I think that I, them shits are too fire to be women's own. They're too fire to be women's own. They got to give those to. They got to get us. Yeah, for Sakai, right? I mean, we'll see. Sakai went crazy. Sakai went insane. I doubt that's probably low key. Like I don't know. Like out of everything that I see, that looks to me like what i would wear the most where i'm at right now so i i really like sakai that looked really dope um yeah the colors that they did were just perfect i mean like and obviously you know like the the sneakers were just insane they did a waffle trainer they did a blazer both phenomenal uh i'm happy to see that nike is really feeding in more to the fashion industry um you know, we got the we got the Matthew Williams collaboration. We got the Sakai collaboration. Uh, hopefully, we see something. You know, with another uh, huge house soon. But I mean, uh, but yeah, Fashion Week, man. It's it's been crazy. Undercover had a insane show. Um, they basically like did like the Warriors, which was really cool. Um, they always have really dope concepts behind any of their collection. Um, stemming far and far and far far back into the recruiting and jeff oh, i don't want to say those websites on there i can't give out the sauce but um deep onto those those websites you know they've always had some really 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 dope pieces um always be trying to catch some off the you know uh, the auction pages and shit but yeah everything uh, everything was really cool you know tom brown had a crazy show um that looked insane that looked like the barbie girl video and uh, it, it looked like the Barbie Girl video in the Talking Heads. Um, what's the shit? Uh, the same as it ever was when they had that big ass suit. All the suits were like really big, like zoot suits. 
but um, really cool concept. Uh, you know, one thing I didn't look which at was Balmain. I didn't I didn't mm. check that out. I don't know. Is it they still on that bullshit? I don't know what that bullshit is. Tell me. Oh. I don't know what that bullshit is. Oh wait 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 wait. wait. Nah, it's looking kind of. I mean, there's some dope pieces there now and then, but I mean, well, it, it's 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 Oliver. It's it's Oliver. You know. Damn. Like, Balmain still go hard, uh, but it be quiet nowadays, huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just waiting for a breath of fresh air. I mean, after Kanye West, you know, like that whole era, Balmain jeans, all that shit. You know, they it, they're gonna get something new. Something's gonna happen. Balmain is still Balmain. You know, and isn't so um, Ricardo Tishi? Where is he at now? He's at Burberry, right? I no. Oh, I think he, yeah, he is at Burberry. He is at Burberry. You are correct. He is at Burberry. Um, but now, what is this Celine shit? When the fuck I is don't this know. shit being shown? I feel like there's some more shit to talk about, dude. A if you want to talk happened. about it, you're going to have to talk about it, because, yikes. How about we talk about Bro, Tiana Taylor's for, album? Yikes. Let's talk about, let's talk about all the Kanye albums. We haven't talked about any of them. Yeah, we did. No, we did not talk about him on on the podcast. We didn't talk about Kids See Ghosts. We didn't talk about Ye. We didn't talk about Nasir. And we damn sure didn't talk about Keep That Same Man. Yeah, we did because we talked about Anthony Fantano giving it a good score. Relax. Oh, I could be wrong, man. This has been a crazy month. Bro, we did not talk about... I'm telling you, Woody, you may have talked about it. I don't know. Man. Man. You know Woody be out here. Uh, holding it down but um i guess we can start with yay we didn't talk about yay um yay is uh the album that kanye west created in eight days uh it's a culmination of all of i guess you know this time in wyoming uh after his you know his stunt on tmz he scrapped his entire album and created yay in eight days um due to you know just wanting to capture the feeling in the moment oh, don't of, make you know no what he was feeling that week oh, and his dragon energy no no I'm, I'm, I'm not making is that what he talked about on that New York Times interview I didn't, I didn't read it I read it I read the New York Times interview he was um he mostly talked about the uh, he talked about Drake a well, little what he bit. say about he Drake see about, now you got some um, shit going slavery comment no cause he said nah he said that Drake's the number one rapper right? mm. he says he's number one and he was saying that I don't want to be number like he was like he basically said, you know, Drake's the number one rapper right now, but I'm the number one with a shoe. But he was like, but I don't want to be a number one anymore. Like, let's all be, you know, like, da da. Let's all be, you know, number one. But yeah, he talked about that. He talked about the slavery comment. You know, he, you know, he tried to repurpose it and I mean, well, not repurpose it, but you know, uh, I guess say it the way he that tried he the was thinking it in his head. He, no, he didn't backpedal. He 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 stuck with it. He stuck with it. He stuck with it. Um, I mean, he just said that you know it sounded like a choice. Got you. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, I don't. You know, that, 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 that's for another podcast. Uh, oh, you don't, so you don't want to yeah, talk about yeah. everything. Um, then. It's a joke. I'm I mean, messing bro, with you. Like, Keep going. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Ye was. When I say that Ye is the worst Kanye West album of all time, this is not saying that the album isn't good. 
because this album is still better than 99% of what is out right now. You know, this is the same thing I say with Kendrick. It's that I, on Kanye West's scale, I just don't find this album as. But ain't um, that what I initially told you, and you tried to literally beat my ass verbally about it, bro? Yeah, yes, no, no, I nah, didn't. yeah, you I did, did, bro. I just no. no, I said uh, no, Chris, no, no, you no, be, no, 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 bro, you gotta start on guys. This guy Woody was talking about yo, bro, how you gotta own it, bro, and everything. And I had listened to it for the first time, so I was like, you know, hey, let's wait. You know, like we don't know how we're gonna I, feel I, about this tomorrow, and I, I didn't know how I was gonna feel about it. And I like the album, bro. Like I think the first four tracks are amazing. Actually, excuse me, wouldn't leave. I, I don't know, wouldn't leave cheesy. It's, it's whatever. No mistakes is ridiculous. I cried to that song. That song definitely pulled out a tear for me. Um, Ghost Town to me, I don't really like Woody. Do you like You that don't song? like it, but I know what you're about to say. Everybody else likes it. I think niggas just like it because, like, they was reaching for a runaway. They needed something. You know, like, that song is good. But that shit ain't that good, bro. Like, Ghost Town Part 2 was way better than that. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But bro, Violent Crimes, that shit was whack. Oh no 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 no! I love Violent song Crimes. Where man is it, bro? Violent Crimes. I mean, it's it's cool, but like I don't know. It's just another song of a man acknowledging his ways against women after but, he gets a daughter. But he's like, always talking about that. I mean, it, Until you cool. have a daughter, that's what I call karma, and you pray to God. What I call yo, karma you don't gotta rap the lyrics with me, because because you didn't want to bring them up in the same instance where you're trying to make your point. I I didn't. I didn't. I said. Yeah, but you're making it seem like it's just like, like to the shitter. Look, it's it's a it's an alright song, bro. It's an alright song, bro. It's good, but it ain't no bound to. It, I can see if you said it ain't no, no bound one. Of course, it ain't thirty hours. Thirty hours is Drake. I'm talking about these. Oh shit. I mean, hey, bro. A lot of this album was Drake. What song? We want to talk about it. Yikes! Yikes! Like, bro. I think like two or three songs have Drake credits on there. Yeah, no question. He he talked about it in the he talked about ghostwriting in the interview. He's he talked about that. He talked about always collaborating with artists and shit like that. Um, and he was just being open about it. Um, but I mean, yeah, Yay is a cool album. It's cool, but in terms of the all the other Kanye West albums, it's just not like, bro. It doesn't have that father stretch my hands. It doesn't have that you know that you don't have that famous like Yikes is supposed to be this one's famous. I can tell. And Yikes is dope. But it's just like, I don't know, man. You could tell that the shit was just made, like put together. You know? Nah, I felt like Famous was supposed to be an entire album. Um, All Mine. One of those one of those transcendent <laughs> pop songs. Yikes supposed to be like Father Trash in My Hands. One of those club bangers. There's a difference. I felt Famous was a, I felt famous was a banger, but I was in high school, you know? So... I mean, obviously, you know, we have two different views from that. You saw that in the club. I saw that in the car. So it, it's just, it, it's different. I don't know. Ye is getting a, a fat 7 out of 10 on the Sachi scale. Uh, it's it's great, but in terms of Kanye West, it's not that good. Um, this is a different type of leader. For me. <laughs> but I still love, like, I, I Thought About Killing You is a beautiful song like that is a great song that's a great song uh i mean yikes is great too you know but it's just like i don't know I, I i keep Kanye west at a certain you know level you know the same way i keep drake at a certain level you know and and oh man Woody, i forgot to talk about this i was about to go in on drake on this podcast but we can we can push that back next album <laughs> 
Kissy Gus. <laughs> Bruh. Woody. This shit? This in Daytona? Nigga, this, bruh, this is what this is what I'm talking about. Look, we want to talk about some perfect albums. When you remember when I was telling you, Woody, I was like, bro, there's no way in hell Kanye West is going to miss on seven tracks. Kids he goes is what that is. How do you feel about the album? Man, that album fire. I don't feel pain anymore. Just like Kanye was back in his bag. This is what I. This is what I expected from Ye. Like, bro, the the intro, that intro, bro. We ain't worried about them other niggas. We them other niggas. Like, he put the push burst on there, and then this nigga Ye just start going Michael Jackson and shit. Like, this is a perfect album to me. Like, there's nothing bad about this. This is pure prime cut meat. All the fat is gone. Everything is right on its mark the instrumentals e- even on feel the love when uh that guitar comes in that doom, 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 he even has those parts you know like when pharrell was talking about like you know the best part of the song you gotta make it short you know like you can't give it to him mm. too much i gotta start listening to pharrell all those man. Pharrell be having all them damn yeah watch some pharrell studio videos those shits be crazy i mean e- even at the end of fourth dimension when he was like and uh you know uh and you put a little uh you know you make it about two and a half minutes three minutes tops that was so dope to me like i don't know i felt like there was a concept here like there was something that they were trying to achieve here you know like and they did that there's a lot of songs on here produced by kid cuddy i needed that reborn sounded like something from 2010 we needed that cuddy montage kanye was singing like he used to sing we needed that. This shit to me is like now. Reborn was know, def- definitely felt like, like my college yeah. days. That was cool to just feel like that for a quick second. Not forever, but just to qu- feel like that for a quick second. That was pretty amazing. It was. Kids see ghost. The title track. I mean, that beat. Oh, most deaf. Just when he was like, <laughs> they they went crazy. They hit the mark on everything this album. Same thing with Daytona. Um, you know, it sat in with me. A I feel lot like more. we did get to talk about and Daytona, though, Chris. Like all right, so it's, we all right, so go to Nas that's album. Go to Nas that's album. That's what I'm saying. It sat in with me. Now, this is, this, is, uh, this is the one where I'm pretty confused. I like this album. I like it. This is very good. This is, this is what I said. I said it's very good old, dusty nigga music. I would never bump it in the car with my friends, <laughs> but it's perfect. Like, I think that this is an album like bro Nas. He didn't Nas didn't give his very best effort in my opinion. I feel like on certain songs the weakest point was Nas. Like say on everything, um, or like a yeah. I think everything is definitely the best example of Nas not you know bringing the 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 energy that Ye may have brought. But I, I mean, uh, Bonjour. Okay, I can agree to that. I don't think he may have brought the same energy. Yeah, I felt like Kanye was on a 10, and, like, bro, you saw how, like, bro, Nas, I ha- I don't really see a lot of pictures of Nas without him. <laughs> you know? No, shout out He's to Jungle. He's at a different level. He's no, at a different level That's right the OG. now. He's at a different level right now. Like, he, he he's chilling, man. My nigga Nas is chilling. But it's like, bro, I, I still like the album, man. This sounds like some music that my father would listen to, bro. 
And if I can appreciate it, and I think my father can appreciate it, I think that it's, I think he did what he was supposed to do. The cover is beautiful. Um, the beats are beautiful. I th- my favorite songs are uh, Bonjour and Simple Things. Those are just ridiculous. Bonjour sounds like, you know, Louis Vuitton coin pouches. Like, pastel jackets. Mm, talk that shit. Denim. That shit. Like, that time period in life. You know, like, I don't know. This this sounds really good. This, this is very reminiscent of, like, just being a kid and having that graduation cover fold and, and looking through all the credits and, and seeing all this shit and just trying to, I don't know, just make some, like, just trying to absorb it, you know? Like, that's why I felt like with Bonjour. I felt like Kanye was still out of reach, you know? And I, I like when he makes music like that. Because Ye is an album that made me feel like Kanye is surpassable, you know? Like, but when Kanye makes that music that makes you feel like he is a god, that's what, that's, I think that's when he's doing it right. And, uh, you know, he did that with those beats, and I, I was very happy. All of the production that he's done in these albums, in my opinion, were phenomenal. Um, and that leads us to keep that same energy. Mm. Tiana Taylor. Uh, it's eight tracks. I felt, I, felt, I felt a little weird, but I was like, well, you can't really, you can't really dilute R&B like that if she's, if she's catching a vibe. And there was a lot of good vibes on there. And I like Kanye West actually fulfilling out his promise and it just felt good to listen to some real good vibed out music i like the never would have made it i like track two the track with kanye is pretty cool you uh, did you hear the rumor they saying that that was kim and ray j but i don't think that is though i don't think it is mm-hmm. i don't know I've, I've watched that video a million times i don't think that's her voice. yeah i think but, people um, were just trying to that's that's fake i think that's fake black news that that i like that kanye i like that kanye verse it was cool. It sounded like that old goofy Kanye, you know, like clearly. I like that. Um clearly. Work That Pussy, Fuego. <laughs> that song is Fuego. That song reminds me of Device Control from uh Endless. Uh how you just ended the album with a fucking house song, like a a Vogue song or whatever. Um Rose in Harlem, that beat, the way that he made that shit sound like Rose in Harlem. Kanye just really went crazy, you know? And, and shout out to the MVP of all of these albums, Ty Dolla Sign. Every time you hear his voice, he's fulfilling the role that he needs to. And I'm very happy for him. Kanye West owes him an album. Um, Yeah, I think I think that Kanye's going to do this again. I think he's going to do it at the end of the year. I feel like he's going to do it again. Because he's seeing how, like, you know, how lit this is, you know? And he can give this opportunity to a lot of artists. Um. I think he should do one for for Sean. He he definitely needs to. He needs to give Sean some type of energy, some type of new found, you know, uh, inspiration. He should do one for Tony Williams. Tony Williams has been deserving of that forever since fucking I don't I don't know like Bonjour. He the way he was going in on that, I said I need to hear this over seven tracks. Um, but yeah, the one person I wish that he did uh, that he could have been able to do this for though. You know who that is. Who Drake? You know who that is. It, it's yeah. it's never too late. This dude Drake. Nah, I think at this point, man, I'm so frustrated Let's, with Drake right now. Can bro. we just end on like, the one thing that's factual? Nah, bro, I got I got I got I got to get these. I got to tell these niggas, bro. This nigga Drake, because bro, Lord pissed, knows bro. he lost to Pusha T. 
Yeah. And I the perfect <coughs> the perfect analogy that I made up for it. Uh, have you guys seen Atlanta when uh when Earn was uh when Earn got in a fight with what you call it? Uh, what was what was his uh what was uh Paperboy uh his uh cousin's name? Or whatever? I forgot. But yeah, homie with the do rag. But yeah, he get yeah. So he he he's angry at this person. Um, he's taking out all his anger out on him, and basically they get into this fight, and there's a point in the fight where Ern has already got his ass beat, and he was given a choice to either a go back in the car and we can drive home, or b continue this fight, and Ern continued that fight. And Ern got his. Oh, by the way, Todd is getting beat on still in music. I ain't forget for the podcast. People listening to this and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, my bad, my bad. But yeah, absolutely. He kept going and got his ass swung on. Yeah, and he looked like Martin. And he looked like Martin in there, in that car. So I think that Drake didn't want to look like Martin. Drake said, you know, I might as well just take this ass beating and uh, and keep it moving. Because Lord knows that if he would have made another song, Pusha T would have opened his file cabinet. And he would have looked through those files, and when he got to that Aubrey Graham folder, <laughs> I know he has dirt on him. We all know that Drake may have got body, he may have got, uh, what you call it, like a, a, a plastic surgery for like abs. We all know that there's a lot of things right now on Drake that he could have got him on. And we saw how this happened with, with, like, you know, with Adonis. I mean, this nigga basically got things that we have kind of already seen before and we heard about before but we really didn't put that much energy or believe it or care to believe it and he and he confirmed all this shit think about all the drake rumors you've heard over the last five years bro all the crazy shit he could have he could have got killed man but um yeah fuck drake right now though scorpion's coming scorpion's coming i'm gonna love the album but fuck drake like he's been disappointing me I gotta say it. I admit it. He's been disappointing me since views. It just hasn't been the same. Uh, it hasn't been the same. <laughs> Nothing's um, been the same. Scorpion, ah! Chris, yeah, nothing has you hold me hostage, uh, Chris. Well, excuse me. If you read, if you read this, fuck. Oh, you no, 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 okay. not in a bad well, way. Listen, listen. If you if you listen to this, fuck, man. This June has been a lot, and we got so much more to give you guys. It's not over. Chris, I got a, a podcast with Reginald Sylvester this week. Yeah, it's really uh, not over. I posted that one with Ronnell, too. I got to hit up Ronnell. Fuck. Damn. Shit. Bitch. Yeah, Shaq West. Ah, uh, uh, fuck, Chris. I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I really went there. I'm sorry. But, yeah. um, I said, um, I'm, I'm losing it, Chris. It's too late in the night. This is Woody vs. Poppy. I'm out. <laughs>